This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. In the words of an old Ethiopian proverb, when spiders unite, they can tie down a lion. Let's get big. Eric Lee Show, Courtney Carson, downtown Decatur. It's Monday. Yeah. But the Bears play tonight. WSOY.Decatur.com. This is the Eric Lee Show with Richland Community College's Courtney Carson, presented by Decatur Earthmover Credit Union. Greetings, Earth. Eric Lee Show, <laughs> Richland's Courtney Carson in the house. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We got to a new week. Mm-hmm. It's the last week of October. Can you believe that? Yeah. That happened fast. <laughs> fast. So it's already like... <laughs> it's almost time for like Halloween. Right. Although it felt like it happened fast except for Election Day. That is not... Happening fast enough. We're right. almost there, though. Yeah, we are. I'm even kind of tired. I'm even tired of like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you know, it's like really? every opening is. It's... Yeah, Jim Carrey's playing Biden. I don't think it's that funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's trying to be funny. He's doing know. that little face with the with the tight. Yeah, his oh, face yeah. Tight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Big I saw time. that. Yeah, Big time. hey, a couple lines are funny. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, what's his? I forget his name, but he's playing Alec Baldwin. Plays yeah, Trump. Yeah, playing Trump. Yeah, and which he's kind of done. Every episode of Saturday Night Live for the last three years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. he, you know he's just a guest. <laughs> he's just a guest uh, <laughs> actor. He's not really on the show. Mm. We just don't have to do it every single show. I don't right. know. I guess he feel like, well, I'm working, so I'm gonna continue yeah. to do it. <laughs> there were a couple good bits on there that had nothing to do with politics mm-hmm. uh, this weekend, but I didn't. I didn't get to see all of it yet. Fell asleep twice trying to yeah. watch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult trying to be friends with. I mean, trying to continue relationships because I, I like having my relationships intact. And these people are folks during political season. It's like, uh, yeah. Well, where, where do you stand? Well, I stand for righteousness and God and love, man. I stand for love. Let's love one another more. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely split. I mean, does, does everybody not agree that this is as split as we've ever been man, it's tough. As, as a country for the last four years? Yeah, it's different. Now, I don't know if we're going to come together under Biden or not if, uh, if he were to win. But I know we know we're not going to come together suddenly yeah. under the under the same leadership. So if you're for mm-hmm. uniting, I think uh, that's one thing. It's one right. one way to look at it. But um, you know, if you're, there's just it's just it's a tough business, man. Mm-hmm. It's a tough thing to figure out. Politics. Yeah, it's tough, man. Hey, man, you left your hat at the house. I just want to let you know that on here. Did I? <laughs> I was about to wear it yesterday. No, that thing would have went all in your neck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, yo, this hat cool. Who's this? <laughs> I can't remember which one I wore over. If you don't remember, I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got so many. It's, it's, oh, it's a Rocky set. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I got that. You don't want to keep that because I bought that hat on our, when we went on our one year anniversary trip to Denver. Oh, for real? Yeah. I okay. always, when I wear a hat that isn't like a team I root for, it's mm-hmm. because I, we went to that town and I, I so buy a hat there yeah. to remember the trip. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Yankees hat because we once went to New York City. I have a, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember what all I've gotten. But doesn't that like signify that you're the, a, a fan? That's the hat, right? Like, cause that's well, like I, a I don't fan think, rule. I don't think wearing a hat. No? I see people wear hats all the time. Oh, okay. and I'll ask a lot of guys now. I'm like, are you a fan or is it just a hat? And a lot of mm. guys are like, it's just a hat. 
there was a commercial like that, right? When the, the guy that was rooting for like the Cubs was had a Cub hat on, he touched it. And the guy that was rooting for the other team <laughs> touched his head, and they looked at each other like, "Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's, yeah, that's, those are, those are uh, over the top." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now, I wouldn't buy a hat of a team I hate or that that, that was like, if we, if we went on a trip to Green Bay, I wouldn't buy a Packers hat mm. because it's the rival of a team that I root for. Oh, okay. But the Rockies, I mean, the, and I also I also buy alternate color hats. Like I have an A's hat only because it was ten dollars when I was shopping on Liz dot com one day. <laughs> right. But but I buy so I do buy hats with A's on them because of my name. Oh, okay. So I have Oakland A's hats and a couple Braves hats because it's just an A. But they're alternate colors, so mm-hmm. you really have yeah. to know. Like you probably have no idea that that this A's hat would be an Oakland A's hat because it's red. It's red lettering and it's white with uh, gray camouflage like spots. It's a pretty cool hat. I wouldn't have an idea that the Oakland A's. It, it could was say, the color of the. It could say Oakland A's baseball and you would still go, "Who's that? Who's that?" <laughs> Do you know what A's is short for? Astros, brother. The yeah. Oakland A's is short for the Houston Astros. That's that's your guess. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 <laughs> I just told you that the Houston Astros are a whole other team. He said that so confidently, too. Oh, I said that with confidence. He said, said, Houston Astros, brother. So they're the Oakland Houston Astros. That's that's what what you think the A's is short for. (laughs) Wait a minute. Who are the Astros? The Houston Astros. Oh, Oakland A's. The Oakland A's are in Oakland, California. Right, but wait a minute. What's, what are the A's? The Athletics. Really? You've never heard of the Oakland Athletics? No, man. Why would somebody call themselves the Oakland Athletics? I don't know. The name originated name in Philadelphia. Terrible. They were originated in Philadelphia. I think they started their franchise back in the 50s or something. <laughs> y'all, listen, y'all, I'm, I'm, you know I got a complex because of this show now, right? <laughs> about, about no knowledge of sports? I've got a complex for you. <laughs> like, I knew you weren't going to know who the A's were, but I didn't think you were going to conflict say the Oakland A's were the Houston Astros. The Houston, I said the Astros, not Houston Astros. You oh, okay. added the Houston. I ne- never said well, anything I was, about I was, Houston. I was trying to make it obvious to you that it can't be the Oakland A's. Right, because it was Houston, Astros, right? Yeah. I never said anything about Houston. <laughs> Oakland Astros, though, that, that has, that's better than Oakland Athletics. They talk to the management. <laughs> talk to the owner. <laughs> talk to the owner, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Washington football team is proving how hard it is to change your name. They're going to be the Washington football team for another year, most likely. Mm. Uh, they're having problems. You know, when you change your name, boy, that's a lot of stuff you got to change. Yeah. Oh my gosh, about, signage. Yeah. Man, we got we went through that with the school district. Every Almost envelope. Yeah. Yeah. How's mm-hmm. your weekend? We saw each other Saturday. Saw each other Saturday. Had a phenomenal time. Um, a great laughs. Good, good, great, good laughs. Yeah, great <laughs> the food. sheriff. With, uh, yeah. Shout out to the sheriff, man. He got a, he cooked some chicken. By the way, I got up the next morning, put those chicken, that chicken in the air fryer. It's better because it hardened up a little bit. Okay. And I was going to bring some around the corner. You're making it sound like it wasn't that good. It wasn't better until the next morning. <laughs> no comp. You I know, had no problem you, eating the chicken. The, it was uh, it was a little. I mean, the sheriff can cook. He can cook. Yeah. But it was a little slime. It was a little on the slimy side. That's all I'm saying. Um, it needs to be hard. <laughs> oh, man, you're taking him off. <laughs> yeah, he's so mad. You know how competitive he is when yeah. it comes to cooking. Hey, but it was it was good. It was some good chicken, man. And then the next day, Sunday, um, after church, we um, I saw took, your I saw the bike ride. Took photos. the bike ride, man. Yeah, I, I I cracked thirty miles on yesterday. 37 miles to be exact. But you rode 37 miles. Yes, sir. I'm extremely happy about it. Mm. 
My bun hurt, but I was extremely happy. You're supposed to. <laughs> I got to go to Spin City or um, the bicycle shopping, um, get sized on my new bike, man. I, yeah. I tried to do it myself, and I didn't. Combining before I came to your house and Sunday, I cracked 37 hours of watching football. Did you? For real? Uh, Not not really, but that's the closest thing I can compete to your 37 hours on a bike. My 37 on the couch. So, so are you Sunday and Saturday? College football's on Saturday, right? Yeah, we saw a couple. And then there was supposed to be there was supposed to be college football on Friday night, but Illinois uh, decided to not show up. So really, it was a bad game. You got to be kidding me. They, they played awful. It was horrendous. Thir- 45 to 7. I thought they were, I thought you got, you guys were talking about, we I thought were. we were talking about how good they were. I, they, they went, they won six games last year and they pretty much have everybody back. It doesn't make sense how bad they looked. It makes sense that they lost at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, they were, it was bad. It was ugly. Really? Yeah. And you should never jump off the boat after one game. Teams are used to playing. You're not jumping off the boat though. Well, not as a fan, but I am as what I, how good I think they're going to be. Oh, for real? Yeah. Cause I thought, I thought, I really thought they were going to win four or five games. I thought they were, they, they were going to be in the game for six to seven of those games. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that anymore. I, I, I watch Rutgers win at Michigan State uh-huh. on Saturday. I watch Indiana win at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't play Indiana, but, uh, and I watch Purdue beat Iowa. Mm. Illinois might go 0 and 8. What? They probably won't, but there's a chance. That they don't win a game. Really? Just because of competition level for their for their opponents. Is Why, up. though? What, what's going on? Is it because they don't want to? T- well, they COVID? couldn't cover is anybody. It, what, what is, what's going on? They with couldn't it? cover anybody. The Wisconsin really? quarterback who shredded into pieces, is, uh, it was his first start in college, uh, found out Sunday he has COVID. Wow. <laughs> well, he was awaiting another another positive test, but he got one positive test, and I did not see if I knew it was something, back. so that, that might be the case. If he played on what, what, Saturday? Or Friday? Yeah, he didn't give them COVID, and they played poorly within that. They weren't even within six feet of that guy the entire game. So there's no – everybody was just wide open all day Friday night. So <laughs> COVID has nothing to do with Illinois playing poorly. Uh, now, the, Did you say the the Illinois football? Um, no, no, the Wisconsin football, the quarterback. Oh, I thought you said the Illinois quarterback. No. Sorry. No. I was trying to give them a reason for no. losing that bad. No, they don't deserve that kind of reason. <laughs> it was a poor performance. Coaching, too? What? Coach is going to swallow that too. There's 30 seconds left in the half, in, and they're about midfield. There's very few options this team's going to do. One of them is throwing the ball deep, mm-hmm. and a guy got behind the defense and they threw the ball deep and he scored a touchdown on a on a post down the middle. It's like everybody knows that that's one of the obvious options. Mm-hmm. How are you not prepared for that? And I put that on coaching. I put that final sequence. Coaching. coaching might tell you. Coaching might they might throw him under the bus and say we told him we we were yelling watching this play. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. times that'll happen. You're like, man, why didn't coach him, coaching have him in position? And you find out later that coaching was yelling the exact thing was coming and nobody responded. You know, that, right. that, it might not really fall on coaching, but it sure looked like it. Does Lovey still have his beard? No, no. He, he needed can, his beard back. That's the issue. He cut that off a few months ago. It, it, he popped up, I think the surprise <laughs> came on a, on a Zoom it's call for all the guys. Yeah. Quick question. Are you, are you fascinated by you, by being recognized by your voice? I'm changing the I'm turning the no. page. Fascinated but by it? Like no. That was fascinating to me that it I appreciate the it. entire night we were at my home. <laughs> then when she was she left, she's like, Oh my gosh, you're the person I listen to on the radio. I like that for that means you weren't just like the dude I do radio was coming over. <laughs> right. <laughs> she said, I I just recognized your voice. She was a state she was a state track sprinter. I knew about I, I remember her name from back in the day. For real. Dina Simmons and the crew back in McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. 
You she know was, all that stuff. Well, she she had to remind me of it. So oh, okay. I thought it was pretty cool. So um, I thought that was pretty I, cool that she just busted that out when she do was leaving out. When people yeah. say, they, I recognize you by your voice, mm-hmm. I go, you know I'm not fake. Because there's a lot of people that jump on a red and like, that right, right. Welcome to Howler in the Moon. They do a, a voice. Yeah. yeah, they do their radio voice. Just get me real. And I'm, right. I'm pretty much yeah. the same person, too, except I cuss a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that, too, that not that you cuss a lot more, but you your voice, is, it doesn't change. Hey, well, yeah, why am I going to fake a voice for two hours? <laughs> I tried to have a radio voice, and then I said, no, nah, I can't do that. I don't my know Dominique voice or my uh, crazy person <laughs> voice, or those those are faked. What's your Dominique voice? Yeah, how many beers do you have today there, boozy? <laughs> <laughs> man, I wish I could see Dom's face, man. I think I just got a fist. I, don't know. <laughs> she, she I think she was going to flip me off. No, I was saying zero. Oh, okay, man. okay. That's fascinating. Man. You would know if I was gonna flip you off. Oh, dude, yeah, I saw. I was. I kicked it with Dom this weekend too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Saturday uh, down the Central yep. Park Walk. Dom and I hung out out of the studio. Yeah, the stroll to the polls. Yeah, we were able to keep her out of the bars. <laughs> you were with her around noon. That seems to be her go-to <laughs> drunk drunkness. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most surprised I've been in the last two months is Dom saying she had a beer during the day. Before. Yeah, that was different. That was, I mean, I don't know. Is, is that, you see that on TV a lot though, right? People drink at early. Yeah, yeah, during documentaries about alcoholism, but I know she's not <laughs> a drunk. I, she's not really, and I mean, that's totally a joke, but like, why no, do you? She's so sweet. Dom is the best person in the world, man. Well, that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Give her the number one yeah, ranking. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> Dom, you, Dom, you my one of my favorite people these days. You are these as days. well. I appreciate it. Amen. That. Until next week, right? <laughs> you just, you just keep it, uh, keep it classy there. <laughs> Let's roll out before we run out of time here. Uh, roll out. Country Financial Agents, Jeff Ludwig, Zach Young, Zach Ludwig, our sponsors of the rollout. Jeff and Zach Young in Forsyth, 877-2830. That's my personal insurance agency. Uh, they're giving away a $25 gift certificate to Texas Roadhouse just for getting a quote on any insurance. And if you get a quote on life, you might as well, uh, you might as well double down. Get a life insurance quote, get put into a drawing to possibly win a trip to Maui or Paris, not Texas. Not, not Illinois. I got a ticket in Paris, Illinois once. I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> I don't think highly of Paris anymore. The <laughs> Illinois Department of Public Health mm. announces, my goodness, have you seen this number mm. today? 4,729 is... new cases in the state. Mm. We're knocking on the door of 5K again. Um, we got to nice, do better, man. It's nice to see the death number down, but unfortunately 17 more uh, have passed away. Mo- there is a couple in Peoria, but mostly in, the rest of them are in the Chicago area. But the total is over 378,000 total cases in the mm. state now. 9,522 have passed. Every county touch. More stats available at nowdecator.com. And I, I don't know if we got to do better. If we, you just can't get control of this thing now. But we, we, we got to ride it out, though. That's for sure. Eric, if what we are seeing today does not turn around, we're on a path to see more than 11,000 COVID deaths in Illinois this year. If this thing don't turn around. You know, that's like a number you saw by the end of the of the calendar year? Well, that's what Dr. Ezekiel said. Gotcha. So I'm repeating what she said. Gotcha. When, you know, she, this woman cried out to Illinois to do better. So yeah. Got to do better. I, I talked to a nurse this weekend, and that nurse said a lot of people that, you know, the people who are you, um, everybody isn't, doesn't, they're not dying of COVID. These people are having heart attacks. And she said, 
They are. They just won't connect the dots mm-hmm. that COVID is weakening your system. Right. And, you know, if you have cancer and, 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 and the, the cancer is taking your life and then you get COVID on top of it, Uh-oh. it's a combo process, it's, you know. Right. But why, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, why, why, why are you arguing about it is, right. is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a hot topic right. question. Are most young people and people not in, in positions of, of being high risk, are they pretty safe? Yeah, they're pretty safe. If you yeah. want to take risks with your family, risk with your family, fine. Just don't risk other people's lives. Right, exactly. You know, don't, don't, don't go and do all these things and then go to work and, and cough on people and say it's just aller- allergies. Just My pay attention God, to what you're doing and, and try to take care of people. You never know who's going to see their 80 year old mother. Uh, and yeah, maybe they won't get COVID. And die of COVID, but they might get COVID and it weakens their system. Right. And it's creating a lot of diabetes. Is, it's, it's weakening a lot of people with diabetes. And we don't know the long-term effects. There yeah. are some long-term effects that we just don't know. You know, yeah. we, we haven't really been able to investigate that. This man. was not an interview process. This was just a nurse venting. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. I know a lot of you seem to think that it's going to go away after next Tuesday. Good grief, man. The number of non-farm jobs decreased over the year at all 14 Illinois metropolitan areas in September, with four metro areas at record low payrolls for that month. Unemployment is up, and jobs are down across the state is what this is about, according to preliminary data released by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, you might want to check this story out. The unemployment rate increased over over the year, and all metro areas posted a record high for the month of September in one metro area. The official BLS-approved substate unemployment rate and non-farm jobs series begins in 90 uh, data reported prior to night are not, direct, not directly comparable due to updates in methodology. There's some quotes on here. There's more numbers. There's areas. It kind of breaks it down. Head to Naticator.com uh, and check more out on this. We talked too long. Uh, Millican Vespers, which is a annual tra- tradition for many people in town. Uh, don't worry. It's still going to happen, but it will be virtual, as you probably could have guessed. For more than 60 years, Millican University's Vespers has signaled the start of the holiday season here in central Illinois. With nearly 8,000 attendees each year, Vespers is one of Millican's most popular events. But this year, it's inviting the community to join the event virtually Saturday, December 5th and Sunday, December 6th. Vespers performances will be available for live stream viewing that Saturday night at 7 and then Sunday at 2 on Millican University's Facebook page. Uh, or you can find the link on the homepage of Millican.edu or the YouTube channel Millican University. Because of this year's virtual format, no ticket purchase is required to attend. The musicians will present a best-of compilation from past Vespers performances and interviews with Millican President Dr. Jim Reynolds and Director of Choral Activities Dr. Brad Holmes. So we need the the Vesper spirit, uh, which Dr. Holmes says in the quote, amongst other things. Uh, and Brian Justin, the Director of Millican School of Music, added that it's the biggest thing Millican does all year, reaching more people than all other events combined. So they kept the tradition going with Vespers. It will be virtual this year. Uh, which is a good thing. Keep a little bit of tradition, but you're just going to have to start watching it from your phones and from your laptops for one, right, right. one, one year of this, hopefully, is all we have to deal with in sports and high school sports and what's happening in pro sports and music and entertainment and award shows and whatever mm-hmm. you enjoy going to, hopefully the celebration and everything. Mm-hmm. we got to get a break. When we come back, we got a full show today, and it starts with our first guest coming up after the break. Um, we reached out to the, uh, the the Illinois representative candidates in the 96th district, uh, the, the, the seat is held by Sue Shearer. She will join us at four, but James Keating is running for that seat as well. He's a, he's the Green Party candidate, and he's coming up at 3.30 if he calls us. I never got a reply from him with a phone number. I'd given him ours, and I, I, I think he's going to call us. He may be joining us after the break. We're shooting for that. Uh, also, later in the show, James Keith at the United Way, and Kevin Berhaney will preview Soy City Buzz uh, coming up at the end of the show. We're going to get a quick break, come back, 
We may come back with weather if we don't have James, but uh, I'm going to try and well, we're going to hope he's going to give us a call. Eric Lee Show, Courtney Carson, right back at it. News. I'm Rich Dennison. Maine Senator Susan Collins expected to be the only Republican voting against Judge Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the Supreme Court later today. Collins has said she will vote against any justice nominee this close to the election. She says she wants to be consistent with when the Senate did not vote on Merrick Garland after President Obama nominated him close to the election. Fox's Jackie Ibanez. With the U.S. recording record numbers of new coronavirus cases, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows says we are not going to control the pandemic, but instead will focus on treatment. Meadows accused Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden of planning lockdowns. Biden has said he wants to shut down the virus not the country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. U.S. coronavirus deaths have now passed 225,000 with more than 8.6 million confirmed cases across the country. The U.S. is seeing a rise in cases in all regions. America is listening to Fox News. So many businesses have struggled and closed over the last eight years, but especially this year with the effects of COVID-19. What's Representative Sue Shear's answer? Stay home and pass the unfair tax, which is strongly opposed by small business owners in Illinois. While businesses have struggled to survive in the last eight months, Sue has not been working in Springfield, content to stay home and draw a paycheck. We need real leadership during these tough times, not a rubber stamp for Mike Madigan. Did you know our state budget is out of balance by over $8 billion this year? The unfair tax would raise an estimated $3 billion in revenue. Folks, we're still $5 billion short, but yet State Representative Shearer thinks this is fiscally responsible. She actually voted for this budget. The math doesn't work. We need a leader, not a Mike Madigan rubber stamp. On November 3rd, vote for me, Charlie McGorry. I'll bring leadership for a change. Paid for by friends of Charlie McGorry. I'm Corky Nicholson from Hickory Point Bank. Something you can count on from your friends at Hickory Point Bank. Our values are carved in stone. They're unchanging, unyielding. They're based on the golden rule. We were founded on the belief that we succeed when our customers succeed. And since that belief has served us well for decades, we're sticking to it. Put it this way, there's no us without you. And that's something you can count on. Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Member FDIC. Everybody plays. Everybody plays. Everybody plays. Play It Again Sports knows play. We sell and buy new and quality used sports and fitness equipment for less. And we pay on the spot. So everybody can play. Visit your locally owned Play It Again Sports. Located in Brentwood Village, Indicator. Or online at playitagainsports.com. Play It Again Sports. The official sponsor of all those who play. With record low inventory, low interest rates, and climbing demand, this isn't a buyer's or a seller's market. This is everyone's market. Now's the time to start planning your next move. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Brinkotter Realtors has the team and resources you need to get started. Call 217-875-0555 or visit Brinkotter.com today. Our technology, expertise, and network is your powerful advantage. Find your way home. Brinkotter.com. 
So, you've heard all about how Best One of Central Illinois has a new location in Decatur, but have you visited yet? Well, now is the time. Come experience the Best One pricing advantage and unmatched service. With over 250 locations, they have buying power on major name brand tires, yet with local ownership, they remain committed to the community. Visit today for all your tire needs, service repairs, and preventative maintenance at Best One of Central Illinois on the corner of Martin Luther King and Pershing Road in Decatur. Best One, where the best costs less. Hi, I'm Scott Reeder. I'm running for Macon County State's Attorney. I have 20 years experience as a prosecutor and 15 years in the criminal justice system as a public defender. I strongly support the police and the work they do, and I believe our criminal justice system can work for all of us. Reducing crime involves community, family, education, and opportunity, and all of us working together. This is the approach I will bring to the office of the Macon County State's Attorney. Please vote for me, Scott Reeder, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Scott Reeder. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. They call this band Fog Hat. Don't act like you're all into it. Take it easy. <laughs> I just like that part. 35 and counting, Eric Lee Show, Richard Community College. It's Courtney Carson here. Producers Dominique. We are uh, downtown Decatur. It's a very, this is our, it's our, uh, it's our political week. This is political as we get. Uh, mm-hmm. Just talking to candidates. And uh, we'll have both uh, candidates for uh, state's attorney coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Courtney, of course, had had gotten us set up with uh, with Dick Durbin, mm-hmm. uh, so we will have at least. Well, Mark Kern has reached back out. We like set up the interview, and then he said, "I need to go through somebody to to set it up." And I'm like, "We just set it up." <laughs> so I guess I need to wait for that. But I think Mark Kern will join us tomorrow, the uh, Republican candidate for U.S. Senator. Um, and then we will have all three candidates. I'm waiting on uh, Charlie McGorry to. Uh, mm-hmm. To, to, to get us a time, but Sue Shearer is going to be on the show later later today. But all three candidates of the state representative uh, 96th district seat. Uh, the incumbent, of course, is Sue Shearer. She'll join us later today. She's on the Democratic side, Charlie McGorry on the Republican side. Uh, and I, yeah, I read an interview with, with our next guest and very, very active in Springfield for mm-hmm. uh, for Black Lives Matter and, and uh, the, the, the entire campaign of hate. Uh, and I thought, you know, it'll be somebody at least uh, worth talking about in, in the present day. He, he's a representative of the Green Party. I think I called him James earlier because I was looking at James Keith. James Keith is our next <laughs> guest. Right. His name is close. John Keating uh, joins us now on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotline. John, uh, I tell you what, you, you don't you don't strike me as a politician by, by uh, hearing your interviews and, and looking at, at photos. I, I'm guessing that's that's part of why you're doing it. That's exactly why I'm doing it. I'm, I'm not a politician. I'm an activist. I'm a community organizer. My dad was actually a union organizer when I was growing up and was arrested back in the 90s in Decatur at the A.E. Staley, Tate & Lyle, and Caterpillar lockout. No kidding. Hmm. No kidding. Yeah, I, li- I lived through that lockout. There were railroad lockouts here. I mean, this is We are obviously a very blue-collar town over here. Uh, John, when did you decide, you know, why, why? let me just start with this. Why are you running for, for a house? 
So, first of all, Fusher's record is, towards equality is abhorrent. But even before that, I have always been an activist, but I haven't necessarily gotten as many eyes as I have in the last six months or so. When there were the reopen rallies at the Capitol in Springfield, I counter-protested those in advocacy of wearing masks and ended up going viral. Mm, okay. So when George Floyd was murdered in May, people asked me, well, what do we do? So we, we took to the streets and we stood in solidarity, and we examined the things here in Springfield that the city council could look at to kind of make some strides here. Um, and then over the next few weeks, people told me that they had gotten the courage to stand up because they'd watched me. Okay. And I figured maybe if I can inspire people to activism, I can inspire them to run for office because we're not going to change anything if we don't have the working class actually represented. Mm. You're obviously passionate about activism and race relations and equality. Can you get your head around all the other stuff politicians got to deal with? Oh, yeah. Um, the last time I was actually in the Illinois House chamber was back in 2011 when I was removed by security along <laughs> with some members of Occupy Springfield because we dropped a banner that said stop corporate extortion. All right. So you can't the, get your uh, head around. Yeah. So I am blessed to have a number of people around me who know far more than I do about a number of the budgetary things. Yeah. But it's definitely something that I'll be able to handle. Is this um, is is this a first time swing? You know, to, to to try to get some momentum and see how it goes, or, or do you, I mean, do you, do you really think you know Green Party candidates don't? You know, it's not like they're traditionally winning a lot of races. Um, is this is this? Let me let me evaluate and see how this goes, or or do you feel pretty confident you can win it? It started as essentially just being a voice of dissent, just because I felt that the incumbent didn't actually represent the district. Okay, mm-hmm. but. The support that we've seen, and it looks like there's a solid chance that the people are ready for somebody who's not an active politician that actually wants to represent the working class. Why the Green Party? Is that something you've always represented, or was that your way in? The Green Party has always represented the values that I stand for, and they've been the party that has fought for the working class since before I was born, and even in 2016, the Greens were actually who challenged in Michigan to have ballots counted that could have given Hillary the victory in Michigan, which would flip the election. Mm. Um, and Hillary's lawyers opted to not pick that up, and those were ballots from Detroit that were 90% Hillary. Wow. So the Green Party, even if it doesn't benefit the Green Party, is still interested in working and fighting for the common person. What's your background, John? What, what did you, I mean, did you go to school? Did you, what, what do you do in your, uh, in, I mean, do you have a right, an everyday job or have you had different ones or? Um, currently my everyday job is a stay at home dad and a candidate. I've got three kids and two foster daughters as well. Oh, cool. So we're pretty, we're, we're pretty rambunctious around my house. Five kids my, around the house. My, my career is in sales and marketing. Okay. Um, I was the assistant general manager for the Springfield Sliders for oh. the 2018 season. Um, I was an insurance agent for three years and traveled all around Illinois and sold specified disease insurance to folks in rural communities. Okay. And that's really where I saw firsthand that the rural communities didn't see the recovery that the cities did during the recession or mm-hmm. after the recession. And they need somebody who is willing to represent them and bring jobs back into those communities and not just somebody who's worried about Springfield and Decatur. Yeah, absolutely. Courtney, do you have something where you popping in? 
Yeah, I, I totally got a couple of questions. I wanted to hear his platform more before I ask the questions. Um, you, as you know, African Americans have been hit hard. Uh, why should you get that their vote? Because I'm the only one, at least in the race right now, that is willing to stand up and unapologetically say that all lives matter is factually incorrect until black lives have the same value in this country. We need somebody that's willing to invest in these communities and go out and actually speak to people and listen to them to know what they need and not just go based off assumptions. That's fair enough. What have you done to garner that vote? I've been active here in Springfield. My organization, Education and Action Together, um, led a number of the Black Lives Matter rallies downtown here. And not just rallying outside of the Capitol, we've been working to get enacted and actually successfully enacted a use of force policy with the Springfield police that bans chokeholds and use of tear gas. Well, one thing about it, I hope no matter what happens in the election, I hope you keep fighting that fight. Mm-hmm. At, at this point in my life, it's not something that I can give up. I mean, I was in Ferguson um, after Mike Brown died. I was in Kenosha a few weeks ago. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's saying a lot. And there is there are a lot of – I've seen photos of you as well as we were uh, – we, mm-hmm. we, we, we were check, checking things out and, um, you know, looking forward to having you on. So, uh, you know, anything else you want to talk about, John? Any other – you know, what, what, what other, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, issues are, are important to you? I mean, one of the things that's heavy on a lot of folks' mind right now, especially with the Supreme Court nominations, are women's reproductive health rights. Mm-hmm. And as a man I and as an individual, I don't feel like I have the right to tell somebody else what they should be doing with their body. And the incumbent, Sue Shear, has voted against women's reproductive health rights. She voted against same-sex marriage. So we need somebody in office that's willing to stand up for equality and stand up for the rights of people who traditionally haven't had a voice. All right. Bill, John, I think, uh, uh, you know, you, you're, you're probably turning a few heads out there. I thought you were going to be an interesting conversation just because you're not a traditional politician. And, uh, you know, that's I, I assume that's, the, the, you know, like you said, that was kind of the goal of, of jumping into this. Yeah, we need representation that actually reflects our communities. Well, what's your take on the on the vote? on the uh, tax vote? I'm, I am in favor of the fair tax. And a lot of people don't realize the amendment doesn't actually solidify the tax structure. All it does is repeal the flat tax. So it's extremely important that we get folks in office that we can actually trust to make sure that when the tax structure does get solidified, that it's something that actually works for the working class. Gotcha. Gotcha. Anything else, Courtney? No, I, shoot. I, I did, it, did I hear a baby in the background? Hey, yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm carrying my um, five-month-old right now. <laughs> That's cool, man. You got so five one, kids at the house. You got five kids at the house? <laughs> yeah. Yep, I've got a five-month-old, a two-year-old foster daughter, a four-year-old, a nine-year-old, and then a 14-year-old, 15. She kill me if she um, heard me mess that up, but she just turned 15 a few weeks ago. <laughs> I always mess up my kids. It's my children's age, man. That's 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 awesome. Hands full, man. Yeah. Hands full. Most yeah. definitely. John, if anybody wants to get a hold of you and they want to ask you questions, they want to talk to you about it, how do you, uh, do you reference them just your Facebook page? Um, my Facebook page, and the easiest, especially if you want to send me an email, is my website. It's real simple. It's change the dot us, and the second button, the first button says click here to register to vote. The second button says click here to send me an email. Gotcha. Is there anything you get asked the most, or is it mostly about you know? Because I feel like you're 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 uh, ingrained in the fight, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter fight. Is, is there anything you get asked pretty regularly that uh? 
that that you've learned about? You've learned some things over this over this run. Um, the thing that I get spoken to the most is how a lot of folks don't educate themselves on who they're voting for, mm-hmm. and the questions I get the most are actually about my opponent's record, and people are just shocked that somebody running as a Democrat has voted the way that she has in so many different instances. Hmm. That's interesting. John, it's good talking to you. It's, uh, you know, we, we wish you the best. And uh, either way, I'm guessing it's a it's an eye-opening experience for you and for people. Uh, and, and you get a chance to, to get out there and, and keep trying to do some good. And I hope you, you keep doing what you're doing over there. I appreciate that. Yeah, the intention is to build a grassroots organization here in Central Illinois from the ground up. And hopefully in two years, I mean, Dan Calkins, Mike Murphy are both running unopposed. We shouldn't have anybody that's unopposed on the ballot. And if the Democrats aren't going to do it, we will. Yeah, there you go. All right. Hey, keep fighting your fight, man. Uh, you know, it's not just your fight, but keep fighting the fight against hate. We love it. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And you guys have a wonderful day. I appreciate you having me on. He's, so long, man. He's John Keating. He is the Green Party candidate for the state representative in the 96th district. Uh, incumbent, of course, is Sue Shear. And the uh, Republican candidate is Charlie McGorry. Uh, waiting to get Charlie scheduled. Sue will be on with us in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, but uh, a whole different perspective, I, you know. I don't. I'm not going to give you a whole lot of opinions about after we talk to these candidates. You're not going mm-hmm. to see me follow up. We're not a super diehard political show. We just want to throw out some folks to uh, right. that you can get to know. We want to get to know them as people. Ask them mm-hmm. a couple questions here and there, and, and go with it, and and try to find out who to vote for and why. I I, I don't typically ask questions about opponents because I can't verify if everything they say is true or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I think we definitely see lies in the media, but I don't necessarily want to challenge anybody when i don't know so yeah, yeah. um that's it's a dangerous situation yeah it's just it, we're, we're going to do it in the kind of the way we do it just get to know yeah. some people and give them a chance and we're not this big uh hotbed uh, <laughs> right. we're not putting them on a big hot seat it's a safe space everybody come on let's have yeah. a conversation yeah let's yeah. talk and, and although uh, i'm super polite sometimes i want to you know, give them the opportunity to say what they yeah. want to say yeah definitely. put it that way definitely. if what they want to say is only wait for me to ask questions and it probably and i don't i'm not saying john did that i think he said mm-hmm. what he wanted to say yeah but sometimes you'll get a candidate that just oh, no, I, don't, I don't it's like this is your chance i'm giving you an right. open chance a lot of times to to uh to, to really speak yeah. on your your yeah. platform and we're not going to badger anybody but just we want to hear we want to hear the candidate. Yeah. So I'm that individual can make to be an expert conscious. in anything yeah. I'm not. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I thought he'd be entertaining. I thought he'd be, I don't know if entertaining was the right word, but uh, mm-hmm. I thought he'd be interesting to get his perspective. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. I'm not necessarily reaching out to all of the seven different party candidates of, of uh, some of the major state races. But this race, you know, I was like, I can reach, I'm reaching out to Sue and Charlie. There's one other candidate. I might as well reach out to him. He just lives in Springfield. So that's mm-hmm. why I reached out to John. If you're wondering about, our show and the legalities of it. We, we, uh, if we have on a candidate, we have to welcome any candidate that were to reach back yeah. out. But, but we, I want to invite everybody in the right. parties that we do it. So that's why we have Tammy Wagner and Scott Reeder on. And, um, I reached out to Mark Kern and he replied, you know, the uh, opponent of Dick Durbin. We had Betsy Londrigan on last week. If you missed that, it's still available at Nauticator.com. And her opponent, of course, is Ronnie Davis, who will be on on Friday. Mm-hmm. And you're out tomorrow, aren't you? Unfortunately, yeah, it's all right. Well, well, no, it's not all right. <laughs> well, if there's anything that it's, it sounds it's just... super entertaining to do tomorrow, it sure sounds like going to that board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Is you know, there's a lot of 
misinformation out there. I, uh, I've learned. Like I've learned. I've heard. I've heard about yeah, some misinformation of, yeah, here. A lot of misinformation. Or at least information. Uh, that, that needs to be clear. There's up. more information that, that people need to know about. Right, right. And right. That, that that comes tomorrow night, right? Yep, that comes tomorrow night. So, so a lot of people are angry and things about what they've read this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by right, people got you know. There's they, nothing wrong with asking questions yeah. because if you know if, if it was, it's like if this is considered that way, I'm really mad about it. Mm-hmm. If you look at it like that, instead right. of I'm really really mad about it, I'm not going to even bother mm-hmm. trying to find out answers that might make something logical. Yeah, but the stuff that people should be mad about, I get it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. I get it. But the stuff that some of the kind and it's not directed towards me, so I'm, I'm but, yes, it's not about you. Right. Some of the hate and the kind of you know the allegations. Bringing people's personal like, lives. Yeah, into that that stuff just yeah. is it, it bothers me a little bit. But however, yeah. that it's not me. So yep, true that. But it, that. They're, they're friends of mine, so it's like, sure. you know, please. Well, no. and then it's just like. Before you react, react know, know some facts. Get uh, the facts before you react. Yeah, that kind of rhymes. You could turn that into a thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> we got. We just had on John Kading, uh, the Green Party candidate for state rep. And when we come back, we're having James Keith on uh, United Way Mondays as we, uh, as we get a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll get caught up on what's going on with the uh, United Way. But first, the three-day weather forecast heading to break. First peek at it. A little gloomy and outside. Courtney Carson. This is your WSOI three-day forecast. Today, rain and a high near 44. Tonight, rain and a low around 35. Tuesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45 and a chance of early rain. On Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 56. Again, this is your WSOI three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy, my friends. How would you like to have a say in how your donations are used in our community? With the Community Foundation of Macon County's Give 365 Giving Circle, you do. Through the Give 365 Giving Circle, when you donate just a dollar a day for a year, you have a vote in how the funds are used. Just think of all of the good you can do for our community organizations, schools, seniors, kids, the arts, food banks, animals, and so much more with $365 a year. You can donate monthly or a one-time payment. And when your donations are combined with other Give 365 Giving Circle donations, we can do even more for the community. Let's work together to make a more powerful impact. Donate for yourself, with your spouse, or as a family or group to make a difference. Sign up for the Community Foundation of Macon County's Give 365 Giving Circle today and have your say at MaconCountyGives.org. 422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. If you had a choice to go to beautiful Maui or romantic Paris, France, which would you choose? Hi, this is Jeff Ludwick. Zach Ludwick. And Zach Young with Country Financial. Our fourth quarter contest is your choice of Maui or Paris. All you have to do is come in and get a life insurance quote, and you're in the drawing valued at $6,000. So give us a call at 877-2830 for more information. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to protect your family. See official rules for details. No purchase necessary. Protect your family, and you might win a great trip. Why? Why wouldn't you? 
This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I want to let it take control, because every time that she gets close there, she pulls me in enough to keep me guessing. What is it with these United Way people standing us up? That happened last week, didn't it? That yeah, was Bobo last week. I guess since we two board members, we need to probably address that. We're two board members of the United Way. We probably need to address that at the next board meeting. Maybe, maybe, maybe I need to start setting out reminders. Because when you're on it every other week, because Tim Kaine's missed us twice. They don't like us anymore, man. I don't think that's the case. Huh. I don't think. I think James likes James, them. I love you, James. <laughs> Call in, James. <laughs> you got about four minutes, so we're not going to be able to talk much Pirates <laughs> right. baseball or whatever. Whatever might be coming up. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Martin episode when Jerome's on Martin when he said, what's wrong? Ah, you can't call nobody. <laughs> uh, I remember the line, but I don't remember the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I watch know. Martin like some new episodes and I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what, I don't even know where to find Martin anymore. For real? Yeah, is it still out there? Yeah. Is it still on TV? It's like, some of the most funniest stuff, man. Oh, it's a great show. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's, made, it's made the name Gina change a lot of people when they hear the name Gina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Pam. And Pam. B2B. Uh, the, the, the part where he kicks out Gina and then she goes to leave. and he just... <laughs> I was just watching that the other night <laughs> with a friend who's never watched Martin, so I had to play that episode. <laughs> and then I played the episode with, uh, what is it, White Boy Bill? When he was like, get down here, buddy, and leave your clothes at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the same, yeah, yeah it's the same to, episode because yeah. Gina was at a party mm. and the, one of the white coworkers who was Martin as a white guy and he was <laughs> dancing in the party and Martin called and he was like, what's going on? He's like, I'm out of control. Gina's out of control. This whole darn party's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Martin go crazy. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. And so, yeah, he, did he go stalk Gina a little bit? I do think Martin is one of the uh, forgotten shows. Yeah, man. You know yeah. what I mean? I think when people list the, their mm-hmm. greatest, I think I think if it's your favorite, you list it. Yeah. But if it's like one of your third or fourth favorite, I think sometimes it gets forgotten. Yeah, Martin is the best. He's one of the best comedians ever, man. I really like Martin. But he had that. <laughs> yeah. His stand up didn't blow me away. Really? Yeah. No. Funny lines, but I think he was built more as, as a television actor. Yeah. I like Skinny Martin. Chubby Martin is not as funny as Skinny <laughs> Martin because the facial expressions are – the facial expressions is what, is what get me, man. I did watch one within the last few years. I can't remember where it was, Netflix or what, mm-hmm. which I think what you would call Chubby Martin, right? More lately? Lately, yeah. And it was the, pretty good because he got a little bit more topical. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of just doing crazy voices and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's, he's hilarious, man. I like the guy, I like the guy, but as soon as James or, um, Debbie call him and say, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you can't call nobody. Better career, Martin or Chris Tucker? Oh, definitely Martin. Yeah. Oh, hands down Martin. Yes. Martin made Chris Tucker. 
Yeah, but Chris Tucker had a better stand-up career. He just never, and he had movies. Mm-hmm. What was Martin's best movie, Bad Boys? Bad Boys. Well, I think Big Mama's House did great uh, numbers. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was pretty good. How many of those did they make? Maybe two, one or two, two. maybe. Yeah, Martin had a... He Wild a, Hogs is my favorite, actually. Oh, Wild Hogs. I forgot about Wild, Wild Hogs. That's Chubby Martin right there. Like Big Mama's House, yeah. Wild Hogs, and this last, the last, maybe the last two bad boys, this Chubby Martin. We, uh, I can't remember where we went. I feel like we drove, we were going to St. Louis to, to go out for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we checked into the hotel and Wild Hogs was on. Yeah. And we sat there and watched like 30 minutes of it. And we're like, mm-hmm. I never thought this movie would be funny, mm-hmm. but we got to go. Yeah. So I've never seen it other than that piece. I just remember sitting there going. Got caught up watching a movie on, like, USA Network. Thankfully, it went to commercial. We were like, we got to get out of here. So on Nothing to Lose, he's hilarious. But yeah. the, the the movie's really hilarious in is, is, is Eddie Murphy's movie, Boomerang. But Martin oh, has, yeah. Martin is, you know, he, he's in the movie. He's hilarious in that movie. It's also a great uh, uh, soundtrack. Oh, the Boomerang yeah. soundtrack yeah, was Boomerang killer. Train. I can't even remember what's on it. I just remember listening to yeah, it. Yeah, it's a nice soundtrack, man. Yeah. Oh, Martin Lawrence, Doc. Gotta love him. Okay, so he definitely has a better career. Oh, right. I hands, forgot hands about down. some of them movies. Hands yeah. down. Now, Rush Hour and those other movies, they've, they've, they've grossed a lot. They probably gross more, but yeah, as it relates to career. Yeah, Martin, Martin got Rush some Hour is money. one of our boys' five favorite movies of all time, Bruce Jeffrey. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Give You My Heart, Babyface, and Tony Braxton. It's going to be all right here and all. Tonight is right. I Die Without You, PM Dawn. Oh, yeah, there's Seven Day Weekend by Grace Jones. End of the Road's on there. Uh, I thought you was about to start singing that. <laughs> no. Hour two is on the way. We got to go. Don't run off. Uh, Sue Shearer joins us as we start hour two. Don't go anywhere. Car, home, mobile device. We're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at now Decatur. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.